This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Hello and welcome to this special episode of Star Wars in Character, where we're going to wrap up Season 2 of Mandalorian. Mando. <laughs> Mando. 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 We're all done. Eight episodes in yep. the can. We are. We are completely done. Eight. Yeah, and I guess we should explain, since we're going to release this on the regular Star Wars in Character feed, that we've been doing this episode by episode... Throughout the uh, season, throughout the whole season, all, all eight episodes. And what we've been doing is, after we released the first episode, we started the second episode with reading what people have commented on Patreon. I failed to mention that part. That part was important to the story. This is on Patreon because people are like going through the feed, going, "I don't see eight episodes of Mandalorian, Matt. <laughs> Where is it? What's wrong with you?" So it's on Patreon. And since we did release the last episode, we have comments and we're like oh let's wrap it up let's read what people say about the uh, not only that episode which there's a lot to talk about as we did but they might even talk about the season as well so that's what this is we're kind of reflecting on the last episode in the last season of mandalorian with our patreon supporters that have chimed in on our pages i was gonna ask you guys on the friday after the after it, it was over, like the following Friday, were you bummed out a little bit mm. that there was no Mando to watch? Wasn't that Christmas? Yeah, <laughs> was it Christmas? <laughs> it may have been. I don't <laughs> no, remember. But. I think it was. My Christmas sucked this year. <laughs> Hold on, I couldn't unwrap Rogue. Yeah, that was under that was that was that was Christmas. So no, I wasn't really bummed yeah. out. I mean, other than the fact that I was, I wasn't with family, but it wasn't because of Mando. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, and also, also Christmas. I, I live in Nashville, so those of you who uh, d- who, who didn't know that, uh, who have been paying attention to the news, we had a bombing here in Nashville. Oh, that's oh, right, Christmas so, Eve. Yeah, and it was it was Christmas morning at six thirty. So I I I got up. I heard about the bombing, but I had gone to the movies, and um, I I was still able to communicate with people. And I, m- I remember communicating with Chris right before I went in, into the movies to see uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah. But then after that, my my uh, my phone basically turned into a brick for two days. Oh, geez. <laughs> so I had very little way of communicating with anybody uh, at all. So um, so yeah, for me, Christmas was getting up, finding out there's a bomb, and going to see Wonder Woman, and then then basically being cut off from the rest of the world wow. for for about. About eighteen hours. Yeah, that was weird because you said you. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to see Wonder Woman. Oh, look at look at the, at his legs. I can't wait. Then a couple hours later, I text you saying, "So how was it?" And fucking nothing. Oh, yeah. Then I kept texting him, texting him. I said, "Well, fuck it. I guess I'll 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 message him on Facebook." And and still nothing. Huh. And I was like, "Something's going on with Tim." I said, "You know, he usually texts or calls that that night." And I said, "Something is shady." And I'm not a big big news watcher, so I had no idea about the whole. <laughs> I had the whole no time. idea. Yeah, the whole Tennessee bombing thing. But yeah, and then uh, I was able I was able to log on for a little bit onto 
onto Messenger or Facebook or something, and I just said, hey, yeah, there's a bombing here. My phone doesn't work. No, no, no. I didn't even check so, on yeah, Tim. I, I, I was like, yeah, someone will tell me if he's dead. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> It was a bomb. If I died, if I died, my hand would have fallen on your roof. <laughs> right. What was that? <laughs> that hand is holding a Kenner Yoda action figure on a string. Yeah. I think that's that Tim's hand. Must be Tim. Yeah, and the, the bombing happened two blocks away from where I work. Uh, uh, if if you if people have seen the video, there's this one shot where you see the explosion happening and you see this intersection. Yes. I normally when I go to work. I turn oh. left at that intersection every single day. Eesh. So yes, it's affected. It's affected my drive into work, and uh, and I sometimes work at a shop a little bit up from there. That's a little too close uh, to home for me. Oof. Yeah, it, it, it. I talked with the with the, our security guard who was there when it happened, and she was like, "Wow, yeah, it was." Said the whole sky turned orange, and and for the next like five ten minutes, there was just this debris just raining down on wow. on oof. top of the, the and it was it was we just. It was just that the one guy that did it, and he blew up, obviously. But it wasn't. It was early yeah. in the morning, so was there anyone around Tim? No, there wasn't, right? No, like well, that, that area. I, I I think he he chose that area and, and, and that because of um, a. It was Christmas, so there weren't going to be people around. But I don't, and, and it's mainly he, he parked his car in front of the AT and T. Phone building, which is a huge, really nondescript building. Like mm. if you were walking downtown in Nashville, you'd walk right by this building and never think anything of it. But it's this gigantic, like seven-story tall building that hosts a lot of communication stuff. And so this this affected like Knoxville, Atlanta, uh, Louisville, Nashville, Chattanooga. A lot of a lot of uh, cities were affected by this. Mm. If you you know. Um, and I, I think I think he I didn't think he took into account that across the street there are apartments and stuff. Uh, luckily, the the police were able to get everybody out of those apartments, but those buildings are pretty much obliterated. I I they they still don't let you down there, but I've seen photos. I know the buildings, and yeah, they it, pretty much are going to have to tear down that entire city block, including oh the downtown God. Hooters. Jeez, oh, jeez, now I should just got yeah, rid of. Now I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah, damn. all these people have to get their wings elsewhere. Glad you're here to talk about it. Yeah, too. absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean, it's I, I don't want to I don't want to like say, oh, I survived a bombing because I, I wasn't there. I was yeah, fast asleep yeah. uh, you know, four, four miles away. But uh, it was, uh, but yeah, it was still strange to, <laughs> that that happened so close to to where I spend my days uh, generally there right, in the downtown right. area. Yeah, crazy. So anyway, Mando. Mando. <laughs> Yeah, on the fun stuff. All right, so the comments. Let's we'll just start right from the top. Who's and first? The bottom. It was, and he retains his title for most <laughs> comments first. Not everyone, but Ashton. He says, "Merry Christmas." This is the first episode of the season I watched with others, and the realization we all had almost at the same time as the X Wing showed up is awesome. The Luke we all wanted and deserved. Just wish they actually used Mark because the CGI was not very good, especially when he talked, but still exciting. Uh, it was, was it the next week where John Favreau was on Good Morning America and explained how that was actually Mark Hamill, but de-aged? Yeah, I, yeah. I did hear it was his voice too. And like they, they de-aged his voice. It yeah. was actually Mark doing it. Yeah. Which and it was kind of explains it was him. The, but there they, was, there was like a, Soft, uh, 
when I say softness, I don't mean like he was a, a low talker or a kind talker. There just was this softness to the sound. And that's probably yeah. why now, now it makes sense. But, but I mean, I, I, we, I think we, I don't, we didn't harp on him much. We talked about it. I mean, the, the I think we the, all the, just accepted yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we like, saying we, we like we understand why it had yes. to be, look like it did. We like the story, so we forget the CGI. But exactly. but but he pinpointed the one thing that I can't. I I shouldn't say I can watch this a hundred times, but I can't not unsee this. I I can't help but stare at his mouth and just say that just looks weird. Mm-hmm. Looks like a ventriloquist <laughs> yeah. dummy. I agree. Yep. Yeah, I I see. I, I that never bothered me. I know it. We, I've, I've heard the the, uh, the criticisms of Mark, and I've heard the criticisms of the Rogue One stuff with uh, uh, Tarkin and Leia, and to, uh, the Leia one was a little more obvious. But I don't know that that stuff. That stuff doesn't bother me. I kind of have accepted where technology is, and I know that they usually take a step beyond what our expectations are, but not a big step. So it, it that never that never bothers me. I watch it. I accept it. I don't really think a whole lot about it. So, uh, yeah, it's it's something that, that never got in the way of any any form of enjoyment uh, I had for the episode. Right. Now, yeah, the first, absolutely did not detract it from the first watching. And I've seen um, that scene several times since. And that's that's where I'm staring at it. But I liked I mean, I guess I probably saw it and and maybe noted in the back of my head. It's like, oh, that's awful. But this story is awesome. But didn't think about it till after everything was over. And then talking to you guys, and you ruined everything. What, <laughs> what if it was Ezra Bridger, and it, it was a CGI person that looked horrible? We would be probably be furious. What if it was what? And the Ezra Bridger, the guy, the kid from Rebels. From Rebels. What I don't think. Oh, 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 okay. They, <laughs> they, what they they CGI a person to have that yeah. gigantic schnoz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, you know who who would make a good Ezra Bridger? Oh, who has a big schnoz? Not 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 so much because of the schnoz, but if, we, if we're going to age him and, and put him put him uh, there, Justin Long. Although he might be a little too old. Hmm. But I see you're going with that. Yeah. Justin Long, or 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 what? Or the, the, the Ezra? I, don't, I know that's the same name. The guy who plays the Flash. No, Grant uh, in the movies. No, uh, no, no, the, oh, okay. the movie Ezra, Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller would make a good hmm. Ezra Bridger. Yeah, he already has a name, so right, you know. Yeah, he's got the, he's got the first name, so he's got the first it's name. <laughs> Give him the role, right? Yeah, come on, it's halfway done. <laughs> so. Um, okay, Dante says, thanks for the Swickmas present. Woke up on Christmas Day to find this podcast episode dropped. You guys are the bomb. Anyway, best episode ever. I thought it was the perfect episode in terms of pacing, plot reveal, and storyline. My only bugbear was CGI Mark. I just missed, mm-hmm. it just missed the Mark for me, but I was so invested in the episode that I let it go pretty quick. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what we're just saying. What a great yeah. series. My faith in Star Wars has been renewed. Well, only if Filoni and Favreau are involved. Anyway, Merry Christmas, guys, and have a safe and happy new year. So, yeah, he just kind of echo- echoed what we just talked about. That's very nice. Yeah. Should have saved some of that for his feedback, but sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, he, he, he added more here. He said, and one last thing, Matt, your description of our Star Wars journey is spot on. I'm so full of trepidation when a new Star Wars show or movie gets announced, but as I said before, Filoni and Favreau give me hope. Man, 
he complimented me. I wish I remember what the hell I said two weeks ago. <laughs> but he's a very smart man. I can give him that. Dante knows what he's talking about. He knows his yes. shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can I can I have it I have it written down here. Let me okay. <laughs> and I'm and I quote ha ba 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 ha um he also added one last thing obi swick dave kenobi you're my only hope yes we didn't ask dave because this is uh since this is a feedback um the 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 comments and whatnot and dave wasn't involved on that and i didn't know how much we talk about the series i didn't ask dave for this one because i think i do want to ask dave to be on a special episode just about the mandalorian all together because he's never talked about it so I think he's a little trepidatious in being involved in anything that has to do with our Patreons. I think he wants, he doesn't want to offend them, even though this, that's the group of people he's never going to upset. But I think if we present it more as a, just an overall Mandalorian free form thing, that might be a better shot. So I will be, I will let everyone know. I did not ask him to be on this one because of the, uh, uh, I guess just just the format of it. He hasn't been on it for the other sixteen, so didn't want to didn't want to pressure him into being on this one. But I think we can do something even more fun. Plus, plus, I got to wait till the show sinks in. Like when, when you first asked him how was it, <laughs> right, oh my yeah. god, it was horrible. <laughs> Daryl says, "What can I say about this episode? Twist, turn, surprises, and R two. Seeing Grogu oh. react to R two rolling in." Like they had seen each other before, so wanted Grogu to reach up and activate the old Princess Leia hologram recording. Wow, I didn't think of that yeah. idea. Oh wow, that would yeah, be kind of fun. Or a record. Oh, what about a? Oh man, what about a recording of him being saved, and we get the uh, story of how he got out of the Jedi Temple during the uh, Order sixty six. Would have been something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be great. Fucking Favreau and Filoni, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> You suck. <laughs> Luke, I, I have a feeling. I have a feeling we are we are going to learn that story at some point in the future, whether it's next year or ten years from now. We are going to learn that story. Um, yeah, I think so. And I, I kind of hope that it's not for a while. I kind of hope that it's we give it another couple of years or three yeah. or four years before we we learn it because I don't know. I think I kind of like the speculation. Yeah. Um, and also, and also, I like to be distracted. So. We'll find you know if we hear about it in the in the Ahsoka thing, or if we hear about it in the Range of the New Republic, or we hear about it in that Taika Watiti series, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I kind of like being distracted by other things when and waiting for a, a, a bomb to be dropped on us. Yeah, me too, me too. And when there's now that there's other threads within the timeline, or even crossing in and out of the timeline with other shows, I kind of like the idea of not knowing where everything will be coming from. If we get stories about other people or characters in other shows. So that this is, this is fun. We've not really yeah. had that opportunity before, except when the books were and comics were running rampant, but I could never keep track of what the hell is supposed to read anyway. What if, what if we find out that zero, the hut saved? I can't picture that even being possible. Daryl <laughs> did add, he said, oh, in three words that were mentioned in your review that need to become canon and have a Wikipedia entry, Imperial Glory Hole. <laughs> I believe that was Tim's addition to that episode, or one of his many additions to that episode. <laughs> uh, John Gotti says, you know, I'm worried to see how this show will be like without Grogi. He's really the heart of the show, but there's lots of story and threads that they can follow and it hasn't disappointed me yet okay maybe the gunslinger episode i'm with you on that so i'm gonna just put my faith in favreau and filoni and go along with the ride bring on season three i i actually said 
that almost exact same thing when I said there's no way they'll get rid of Grogu because then there'll be no show. But now I'm more interested on what, in what ha- happens next, I think, than if he was still around because I can always <clears throat> expect that he's trying to find where to take Grogu, but I don't know how. But now it's like, fuck, I don't know what he's going to do. And I think I'm actually more anxious to, to learn this. And, and I think I said this on the last episode. And, and, I, and I think both of you agree to a certain extent. I would more than happy to have Mandalorian as a visual story and here. I yeah. would uh, I would I would love it if they if Lucasfilm was able to revive, you know, the little the, the books, little little pulp stories, you know, tales of the Mando, that that sort of stuff. I would love it if they brought books out on Mando comics to a certain extent. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the comics, but have the Ma- have the Mandalorian pop up in Ahsoka, have the Mandalorian pop up in other things, but have the tale of the Mandalorian, this story end. Uh, and then we'd be done with two, se- two series. We're done. It ends on a high note. And now he's just uh, a reoccurring character that pops up in other in other stories yeah. and, and potentially other movies. Um, that's kind of what I, w- I know is that's not going to happen because Disney now has discovered a, a new cash cow. Yeah, but that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of how I would like the I would I would like the series to end or maybe rejuvenate it four years down the road where there's another compelling mission that he has to do that takes an entire season. Uh, but give us, give us time, give us, give us an extended period of time between season three and whatever they want to do with him down the road. I, I would be happy with that. I mean, I mean, I'll be happy with the season three. I'm going to watch it. They know I'm going to watch it. Right. Uh, but will I still be as invested? Will, will it still hold the same currency? We'll have to wait and see. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 and I did agree with you then too. Yeah. This, this is, it's, it's 10 hours of story and that's more than any one trilogy put together. So we haven't gotten this long form of the same characters. I mean, yes, Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, but the the different forms. So they're essentially different characters in my book. So yeah, I mean, it, it feels it felt like a oh, like an ending I could live with too, but I'm. But Tim's right as well when he says they know I'm going to watch it and I will watch it. So yeah, you're right. <laughs> like what's gonna like? What do you think the third like? What's what's his new journey like? What's he going to do? Kind of thing. Well, I think it's going to center around that. Grogu? I think it's going to center around him having the dark saber now, and it's it might focus on him and Mandalore and Bo-Katan. Yeah, that's not yeah. baby baby Yoda. Exactly. I know. Maybe they'll have little baby the, the, babies in the Mandalorian baby, armor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The baby, the baby Yoda thing is is definitely that story's not over, um, and I have a feeling that that will because we're we're in that era of things could go to shit yeah. over at the over at the temple, right? You're, so yeah. we could. There, there, there could be something where we hear something happens at this Jedi temple, and he goes to investigate this. Oh, so, yeah. and I, I was also reading about, I was also reading about the Knights of Ren and how that thing went. And although in in the 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 last Jedi, they say that he destroyed the entire thing. It didn't say they killed everybody, and 
and, and we'll have to do a Swick episode when Brenda's an actual character. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, it's it, it kind of it kind of made it seem like there are still there could still potentially be survivors from the uh, the Jedi school out there, and so that could be you know do you not it could be toddler Yoda uh, out there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot of, there's, there's, there's still a lot of story to be told even within that small story yeah. within, you know, Star Wars universe. I would, I would love to see, I'd actually love to see a child Yoda, not just baby Yoda, but a child Yoda design. Right. <laughs> I'd love to see what that looks like. Um, it would be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it would look, just look like Stewie, but with bigger yeah, right, ears. You're right, it would. <laughs> <laughs> ma, mama, ma, mama. Yeah, ma, 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 ma. Man, ma. Mando, Mando, man, Mando. <laughs> Ollie says, I'm not ashamed to admit that when Luke appeared, I was fighting back tears. The best episode of what for me is the best Star Wars in COT. If Disney can write off 99% of Star Wars canon with a flick of a pen, they can do the same with the sequels and let Filoni and Favreau make them again. I've, that's not the first place I've read or heard that comment about if we can get rid of all that Legends material just by saying we're getting rid of that Legends material, let's get rid of the sequels. That's not me saying that. I'm saying I said <laughs> I saw that. So before that upsets anybody. Yeah, well, it sounds like they're doing that at Galaxy Jets already. Yeah, oh, after God, what, I, two years of it I've been being reading, open. reading the uh, the oh my God, theme park social media is absolutely bonkers when this stuff comes out. <laughs> I've been reading some really crazy stuff, but the original idea that started the rumor is the one that seems like has most legs. So yeah, that'd be. I kind of wish I'd waited a few years ago before I went. That's all right. <laughs> I can go again. It's right down the road. Uh, <laughs> Chris says, Hey guys, thanks for being along for the ride with us. Once again, I've been in a good flow this year, watching it once myself, listening to the review and then rewatching it a few times before the next episode is out. It's been a real pleasure. Thanks for the thoughts and laughs. Love this episode as a standalone episode and also as a season finale. Agree with what you say about forgiving the CGI because the plot drives everything forward. So many questions about the next season, but that's good. Lots to look forward to, and hopefully it can replicate all the feelings and drama of the mass major- ma- sorry, vast majority of this season. Have a great 2021. Thank you, Chris. Very nice. Now he's he that was he kind of and again we were we're not planning on this, but he's we're, we're kind of getting chime-ins on things we're talking about as we go here. So let's see what we got next. We got Boss from Accounting, which is still the greatest Patreon name ever. I don't even know. I don't even understand it. Why he's from accounting, nice. but I love it. <laughs> I was thrilled that they showed R two. Didn't time it, but pretty confident R 2s screen time in this episode totaled more than all three of the sequel uh, films. <laughs> I knew where it was going. With that. I was I uh, was reading that thinking it was going to be a Will or Hood contention. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way it's 1.3 seconds. But yeah, he might be right. <laughs> Bart says, so I had to come back and say a couple of things. Seeing Grogu in the brig didn't bother me so much until Mando looked at him and he made a little baby noises, looked down at his hands and his little baby handcuffs. Yeah, that, and he says, that bothered me. Yeah, that was that was a little, that was a heart tug too when he reached out at him with him as well. As far as the Darksaber, it has to be just an honor thing because it's not sentient. So if she didn't win it in battle, it's not like it's going to know and just not turn on for her. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I think 
I think that's what Gideon said. He said it wasn't the weapon itself; it's the legend. I forget what his whatever his words were. There, there was really it. It kind of hammered home why this is important. It would make more sense if I could remember exactly what what he said. But yeah, it's definitely not because of the thing. It is definitely the uh, what did what did Bart say? The, the the honor of it. Yeah, yeah, that goes in with whatever that one sentence Gideon said. Mm. He said, I'm assuming we won't see Thrawn in this series since Ahsoka is getting her own series, which kind of disappoints me. And I kind of wish Ezra had showed up instead of Luke. Just me on that one. And I just can't see what they're going to do next season. Wasn't Mandalore destroyed? What planet are people going to find? Anyway, I'll shut up now. But he goes, oh, yeah, wait. <laughs> I, did, I, I didn't know it really, but I've read it before that Luke is one of the most powerful Jedis that have ever lived. Just wanted to say, I think he definitely proved that point when he crushed all the dark troopers with the Force. Most impressive. He is my least favorite character in all Star Wars. Wow. I've never heard what? anyone say that. About Skywalker? Yeah. He also adds, I like Jar Jar Binks more than I like Luke, but I'll give him props on how powerful he is for sure. And that's where it ends. He doesn't put a JK or anything on the bottom. I'm not saying he's wrong. I, I mean, we've gotten in way too many online fights with Star Wars fans that just and no one wins when you argue. I am going to say, though, I've never heard anyone say that Luke is their least favorite character. So I can say this Ever. is the first I've heard that. So, but I, I mean, teach their own. That's strange. Yeah. That's unique. That's a unique take. I've never heard that. That's a first. Never, yeah. and, and we've been doing this show 10 years. He likes Jai Yauza better. <laughs> he, <laughs> like, he likes Evan Peel better. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on here. Darth Joe Pesci says, I posted a comment last night via web browser on my laptop and it posted just fine. Now, 12 hours later, it disappeared. And I don't have the energy to retype. Good going, Patreon. Shake my head. Oh, that's his <laughs> actual comment. <laughs> you know what's funny? I read, I, there must have been something really bizarre happened because I remember seeing his a first post and then the next morning it popped because I get alerts on my phone. I have the app on my phone. The next, next morning um, he wrote that and I could read almost everything I just read on my phone and went, Oh, that's, that's funny. It's going to be funny when I read his original comment and this comes up. And now I just realized his original comment apparently is gone because I didn't read anything from him before. Well, fuck that Jesus. sucks. I wish I knew what he said. The patron. <laughs> I, I mean, I really appreciate their service that the service exists and I more appreciate the people that have contributed obviously, but man, it's not a perfect system. It's got some problems, but anyway, that's another discussion for another time. Andrew says this episode brought me to kind of tears. My eyes watered with sheer joy. As soon as the X wing docked on the cruiser, I always hoped they would bring Luke in, but never actually thought they would. As other, others have said, this is the Luke I wish we got in the sequels, but I don't want to get too negative here, so I won't talk about those. This is the Luke I imagined as a Jedi Knight slash Master that the way he cut through the droids with ease, like he barely broke a sweat, just magnificent. And I, for one, don't give a shit about CGI or whatever. The ones, <laughs> the ones in Rogue One never bothered me, and this sure as hell doesn't. It's Luke fucking Skywalker, and Tim, as Tim said, oh, and I'm really damn happy to have him back. Maybe if I, <laughs> maybe if they gave him a beard, it would have covered some of the facial movements better. But like I said, it didn't well, bother me. 
Uh, yeah, I, I actually have a comment on that. Uh, I'll get to that because it's almost done here. I thought it was actually pretty decent. I don't think the CGI is necessarily what I noticed. It was my brain telling me that this is circa 1983 mark and not 20, in a 2020 production. The same with Cushing and Rogue One. The CGI wasn't terrible, just very weird to seeing, seeing a long deceased actor in a modern film with modern lighting. It's a subconscious right. thing. Happy New Year's, gentlemen. May the force be with you. That I said the same thing after this was over. Me and Christy were just talk, talking in general about the thing. And I said, I really wish they'd, I said, he looks exactly like the last time we saw him in this timeline. I wish he, they would have had him start growing a beard just to separate like the next phase of Luke. Cause we got Luke in the white outfit. Then we got Hoth Luke. We got Jedi Luke. I was like, okay, well, we got, he's got the return of the Jedi outfit, but if they would have had him start growing a start growing his beard, just a something, little bit, yeah, like, a, like a go, like a goatee. Yeah, so something yeah, between yeah. what we see in Last Jedi. Yeah, when, when they show the younger Luke, or that, or the, I should say the older younger Luke. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, in the Last Jedi. Yeah, if they had him like do like a goatee or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm not that gonna. Been, that would have been a better way of doing it. Yeah, it, it would have worked perfectly. I'm not gonna say it would have made the scene any better, or make it perfect, but it would have worked perfectly for that scene. So that, if only. If only Favreau and Filoni knew the knew how to make a fucking TV show. <laughs> I know, I mean, right? Those guys hacks a bunch of hacks. <laughs> yeah, I will say. Yeah, I, wrong. I think so far every comment I've read, they, someone has spelled Favreau. Dif- they've each spelled Favreau differently, <laughs> which is fine because I can't spell it either. I, I saw one that I think was correct, but everyone else is like spelling it like me. I'm like, ah, this is. Cl- I know these letters are in it. I just don't want a fucking order they're in. So. It's got, a, it's got a silent X it's got, at the beginning yeah. and end. And there's, a, there's no, he doesn't have an O in it, does he? But it sounds like it has an O, which throws me off too. No, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. God dang, Favreau. I like, how, I like how both Chris and I, I was saying no, no. Chris is going, yeah, yeah. yeah but I, mean, both I was mean exactly the, oh, right, yeah, exactly yeah, the same right. thing. <laughs> That's pretty funny. All right. Uh, last page here. Um, Kim starts off with first Merry Swickmas to all. And then he goes into, I enjoy this commentary almost as much as the episode itself. You guys are spot on. It feels like a, a seismic shift in the Star Wars fandom as a whole. A lot of the black or white toxicity seems to have given way for some nuance and a reasoned debate about Mando, Baby Yoda and Star Wars in general. It reminds me of the days when us Star Wars fans would discuss and disagree and agree on elements of the old EU. It got a bit heated sometimes, but we're always on the side of loving Star Wars in one way or another. It definitely feels like that way again for a moment, minus a few online ass guzzlers that unfortunately pop up here and there. I was, he was so serious. Ass guzzler? He's so serious and eloquent and throws in ass guzzlers. I love that's why I like Jesus. you, Kim. <laughs> I've never heard ass guzzlers. That's, that's, that's a funny that's insult. That's like, what is what is the ass guzzling? I guess that just leaves it up to interpretation. All right. <laughs> Love the this is what you do. You take you take your lips, create a vacuum around the asshole with your your bottom and your upper lip, and just guzzle, <laughs> and then just get get what you get out of that ass. Isn't that a puncher works? Kelly, sit on my face. <laughs> love the finale with Luke. The second I saw that X wing, I was done. I was absolutely. An absolute crying mess, and my heart was racing at the same time. Who knew Star Wars could still have an effect on us? That effect on us after all these years, huh? Anyways, thank you so much for all the all the 
content this year, guys, and may Tim suck it many, many times in 2021 <laughs> and beyond. This is the way. Whoa. <laughs> I like that little addition there. <laughs> I like that. Now he's, he makes a great, uh, everything he says there, even ask guzzlers is great. That's, that's what was, that's, what's been fun. Um, almost everybody I've talked to, I think, I think I'm certainly, I know, talk to face to face. It's been like, we don't agree on every single point of everything in that episode, but we just are happy to be able to discuss it like that and not have a line drawn. I think online for the most part too, because at this point I've just, every time someone just gets on my case or I see them get on someone else's case for having a different opinion, it's just blocked. I'm too old to, to fucking read that shit anymore, you know? So I think I pretty much filtered all that out too. And it has been nice. It has been nice to talk minute details, the minutia of star Wars and picking out what's good and bad instead of pointing at one giant two and a half hour thing and saying that's bad. And then getting into a major fucking brawl over it you know right <laughs> it's like it's like uh it's like hee-haw well that's bad no <laughs> yeah, that's good yeah. well that's bad no that's good and, and i i didn't well, really bad. i didn't <laughs> have many of those conversations but i was sick of seeing them and i haven't seen many of them so that's been good too most i don't i don't see a whole lot of that i, I avoid a lot of those things the thing that that are harder for me to avoid are the 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 fucking clickbait articles. Oh god, those have those are driving that, me insane. Uh, where they, they write an entire like, but they're not even full articles. It's like they're, they're, it's, it's I can't you can't even call it a sidebar anymore. But it's a clicked article that you go on that they just write like four paragraphs because someone had one sentence written about something, and they immediately seem they immediately say Star Wars fans are at odds over. Yeah, you're right. Yep, the casting of something because. Joe Blue on Twitter said, "I don't like her." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's it's four paragraphs like, well, written about that. And I'm like, Ugh. I I hate the clickbait stuff that has to do with pop culture. Period. Like you were right with that. You're you're 100 percent right at all, uh, completely. I also hate the clickbait click clickbait articles that take a sentence of someone says out of context and develops an entire rumor article around it or yeah. or a website called Movie Web. <laughs> and then I remember and, when I, I used to post new web shit. <laughs> and you always used to comment, "Oh, so this has to be true." Fucking angry, the winky face. Because uh, it's uh, everything they post is bullshit. And then the um, uh, what is it? What was I going to say? Oh, oh, and then of course, and I've been making fun of this all season. The eight hundred fifty-seven things you don't know about Star Wars is only I know. It's yeah. like, oh, those those the fact it's it's. I mean, I I don't I, I shouldn't get upset that uh people are able to make a living it's really bizarre to me to see that people can make a living talking about a, a product someone else put out i was like it's just a that's just the way that particular entertainment sector works but so good for it's, them i guess it's the same it's the same I, i'm assuming it's the same with a lot of things but i found that it's the same when it comes to like classic rock stuff Someone like Ace Freely might be on a podcast somewhere and he'll say, you know, I don't know if I'm going to work with Gene Simmons again. And then there'll be a whole article oh. <laughs> on Ultimate Classic Rock that says Ace Freely vows never to work with Gene Simmons ever again. You know, and he said on, you know, Ricky's Rock and Roll, Rock and Roll Roundabout podcast that, you know, he said, and I quote, I'm not sure if I'm going to work with Gene Simmons again. There, can you, <laughs> you can feel the hatred. Like, oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, you ever see or this is totally off. So you ever see orgasmo? God, 
I remember ago. seeing it in the theaters, but I have not seen it since. <laughs> I remember seeing it in the theaters with Chris and Kel at the AMC 309. There was but a, I, I, uh, the, I don't remember. I don't remember uh, anything about the movie. The the character, the Chota Boy character, who's a like a karate expert. And he knew hamster style and he, and, and <laughs> Trey Parker kept trying to get him in like the climax fight. What's well, a weird word to pick for orgasmo in the, <laughs> in the finale. He's trying to get him. He's like, you have to, you have to use your hamster style. He's like, no, I swear I'd never do it again. And they'd finally flash back to the day he decided not to do it. And he's just sitting there eating cereal and he goes, dad, I don't think I want to do hamster style anymore. And the father's like, okay, son. And that was it. <laughs> For some reason, whenever I hear um, something you said triggered that, but it's like when, when Christie makes a, a like almost over dramatic decision on something she doesn't want to do, I bring her back to reality by going, dad, I don't think I want to do hamster style anymore. And something you said in her triggered it. And now I can't remember what you said. So that story. Is oh, it, was, it, it was, uh, it was, it was, it uh, was, the, the, the quote that I said about Ace Freely. Oh, it was. Yeah, that's right. never to work with. Yep. It's like, Dad, I don't think I want to work with Gene Simmons anymore. Okay, son. <laughs> that's just what I think of when I hear people yeah. say that. There's, there's so there's so much. Yeah, for for those who follow any of those like classic rock blogs, like Ultimate Classic Rock and Metal Sludge and those sort of things, it really is. It's it's a lot of that. It's all these all these sixty year old hair metal band guys. We're all work together. Like every band is now has been every member has been in every band in the world now yeah. at this point. And they they all either love each other or hate each other. And they're all talking about how, oh, I'd love to work. I'll never work. <laughs> I, I, I hope to work with them again. It's like ah, that's the half the articles are just one guitar player leaving Great White to go play with Rat, and the guy from the Rat is going to play with Poison, and the guy from Poison is going to play with Cinderella. It's all that kind of stuff. Yeah. If, if only you knew the band members, Tim, from each uh, band there. <laughs> from a, well, if from we're from talking to Jeff Labar from Cinderella, and then you know he goes, <laughs> there we go. Takes over for Mickey D on drums from Motorhead, who went to <laughs> play with the Scorpions because the guy from the Scorpions went back to Kingdom Come. So there's no way for me to verify that's right, but Tim's saying it, so yeah, I know exactly. that's. I, so I know it's right. I know everything he just said is right. Well, Jeff Jeff Labar didn't go, but the guy from Motorhead did go and play the Scorpions. The guy from the Scorpions did go to King Kingdom Come. Oh, well. Mickey Mickey D Mickey D, who I also saw Mickey D. I mean, he used to play with George Lynch from uh, Lynch Mob way back in the day. So I've oh, seen boy. I've seen Mickey D play three times, I think. Now, not not realizing I was watching the same drummer. Oh. It wasn't until <laughs> years later. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Ah, that's the guy. Yeah, I know Chris is Chris is already. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it's pushing. It's it's we're pushing fast against my bedtime. Stop talking about hair metal bands. <laughs> so okay, we got three more here. Chris Martin says, "Well, can't wait to hear your guys' thoughts on that ending." Honestly, I thought I'd hate if the show had the OT stars back, but actually watching it, I can't help but loving. C- but love seeing Luke again, even if the de-aging still doesn't look great. By the way, one thing I've liked with the series overall is they made combat droids super dangerous, and they reminded you of that the entire two seasons. Also, you can see Luke being badass, taking on a whole platoon by himself. Uh, I'm trying to remember what other battle... Oh, we had battle... Yeah, we did have battle droids in flashbacks the first season. So we okay, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. we did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, couldn't remember, but that's right. Yeah, they did. And none of them said Roger Roger. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be fine with that. If, if, if it wasn't as excessive as it was in the, in the, in the, it would be nice to fall back. Three. 
Yeah, I just have, I have a have a single Roger Roger. I'm I'm okay with that. Okay with that. There was something. I'm glad you just said that. Dropping a sound in there. There was another thing I did not get to mention in that episode, and that's because we watched it without the sound. We we're going by memory. At one point, I think it's when the shuttle is crash landing into the hangar. I might be wrong exactly where it happens. I think is that scene. It's somewhere in the, the battle, and it's a stormtrooper. He says, "Look out!" And I'm almost positive. It was pulled from the lookout of the TIE fighter that ended up running into Darth Vader in the very first Star Wars in the trench scene. Oh, okay. It sounds exactly like it. Yep. It sounds exactly like it. And if it's not the exact pool, then I I, I would put money on that they they tried to make it sound like it if they had to re-record it because it sounds just like it to me. So, okay. Grant says, I love this entire episode from start to finish. When I saw the X-Wing silently flying in, something in me just knew, and it did not disappoint. I think I must watch. I must have watched the entire sequence over a dozen times. Just absolutely superb. I will say I had no problem with the CGI that so many people seem to have. Maybe I have a terrible eye for such things, or maybe it's because my TV is older and not 4K, 5K, or whatever the newest thing is that's out there. <laughs> maybe the lower quality helps it. Who knows, but I thought it looked great. Looking forward to season three. Thanks for doing these commentaries. I've enjoyed hearing your takes on the episodes. Happy holidays to all of the Swift community. Oh, thank you. Thank you for yeah, that, yeah. everybody. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. No. Uh, it's it's funny he brings up the lower right. the lower <laughs> resolution. Do you, do you guys do you guys are you guys at like ten eighty or higher on your? I'm still TVs? at ten eighty. Yeah, we have a um, yeah. a ten eighty that like there's not a single stitch thing, not even a scratch on it, so we can't bring ourselves to replace it because there's no reason. So we're we still have ten eighty right now. Yeah. I'm still at what seven? I think seven eighty. Mine is a seven eighty, so it's not it's not full HD. Uh-huh. Uh, so that maybe, maybe that's why, maybe that's, uh, as he said, maybe, maybe my lower resolution oh, maybe. Okay. has helped me uh, with the, the, the CGI stuff. I don't know. You know what I realized though? I did watch it on my computer. I remember the story now cause I saw someone spoil it and I locked myself in the office. So Christy couldn't watch it. And my main <laughs> Mac is 4k. So I was watching 4k. Fuck. I didn't realize that till now. <laughs> so <laughs> shit. I wish I'd watched it on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> So finally, Tim Kofeld, one of the men that, one of the men, men, damn it, I screwed it up. I say Mandalorians that inducted us into the Mandalorian Mercs at the last celebration we were all together at. He says, thanks for the beers, Matt. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm super lucky to be close <laughs> enough you. to test out in some of the awesome homebrews. And yes, I'm very excited about the possibility of a renewed Artmar project. Put me in, coach. As for the episode, I don't know what I'm supposed to do anymore now that Panda's taking a knee for the year. Do I cancel my subscription? I'm kidding. How else am I supposed to binge watch two seasons of a 50-year-old green child that gets progressively cuter? Such a cool episode (laughs) and way too much to talk about, but like Matt said, we discussed it a lot. I'm still very confused as to why Bo-Katan just can't take the third saber after it's gifted to her, just like what happened in Rebels. Yeah, we mentioned that. And I honestly am not thrilled about the theory of Luke's answering Grogu's Time Force call, but when I saw how they treated his character, damn, just damn. As Matt, that's nice. That's that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> As Matt knows, I went straight to Disney and bought myself Luke's lightsaber. What a cool way to end two season 
storyline with just enough hanging for us to be excited for the year to come. Chris, I shed tears too. Don't worry. You guys make my days better. <laughs> Thanks for everything. Well, thank you, Tim. And there's a lot that I'm packing that sentence or a paragraph. Actually, I, I, uh, I, I would, I wouldn't mind owning, um, that dark saber toy that's out there, yeah. even though they <laughs> said it's the most dangerous toy on the market. It's it's a really I think it's a really nice toy. I, I'm I may I may pick that up next time I go out to uh, Walmart. Um, I haven't been to a Disney store in a while, so I don't know what kind of stuff they have there. Oh, I, yeah, neither have I um, actually. The oh. Disney stores don't have much anymore. I I go there once in a while, and in the Star Wars area, just like kids' costumes or like kids' T-shirts. Yeah, I'm bummed I didn't buy the Gaffy stick and the and the uh, the uh, um, the axe the. Uh, the pig guard axe. I remember that. Oh, I remember had that. A, oh, wow. a few years ago. They were yeah. awesome. The gaffy stick was awesome. And the Gamorian guard axe was, they were both great. I'm sure I could get them on eBay, but <laughs> they were like, for, they were like $15, but they were like spot on. Just perfect. The, uh, the gaffy stick always seems like something that should be easy to make. But then when I think about that in that context and look at it, it like gets more and more complicated. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm not making that. It's it's the it's it's weirdly twisted and yeah. then you have to like you have to buy like the right size acorn thing to stick yep. on the end and yeah <laughs> acorn thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost positive Eric made one on Mr. E his Mr. E's models page, but I don't see it, so I could be confusing him with another prop maker i don't follow that many but i do follow a couple but i was pretty sure that was eric it, so eric if i'm if i'm right send me the link to that so i can see it again because he had it, everything laid it out does, it does look pretty easy i mean you you could you could make one you could buy like a little plat like a little you know like a little six inch plastic pumpkin and stick it on yeah, the end and then right? put a little pointy thing out of it and the other side is just like a little disc with a little pointy thing. I might. So, this is this is a weird thing, but maybe you'll see. Maybe you guys will see where I'm coming from. I might be confusing that with the um, the the thing that answers the door at Jabba's Palace. He did make that for sure. Oh, I see he that did now. Make one of those. Yeah, I'm looking at okay. that now. He maybe that's what a, I'm thinking of. In a, his one of his first things was what Dudley Dianoga. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dudley. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that is it. That is it for our catch up with what everyone on Patreon and our Patreon community thought of that. And that was, that was fun. They've, it's, it's, it has been fun revisiting the episode because it, inevitably there's like a, a handful of things, if not more, that we didn't think of and make us go, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. say that a lot at the beginning of the episodes. <laughs> So, and if anyone wants to know what this whole Patreon thing is about, well, first, it's, it's, I don't want to miss saying it's a thing that keeps everything going. And in particular, keeps everything not only going forward, but keeps the past alive as well. Everything that we've done for not only 10 years on Stars and Character, but over 10 years on Neo's As is still on neozaz.com and the feeds are on iTunes. So you can still get all that thanks to our Patreon supporters because they've, They've made that possible. So if you want to help out with that or and see what the other exclusive things that we have and what we're doing, which I think we're going to talk about here in a second, um, you can find out all about that at patreon.com slash neozaz. And I mentioned that because we were talking. We don't know exact dates or when and how we're going to like this star, the new Star Wars shows. But, I mean, it's it's at least on as they come up, I'm sure – 
at the very least, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I know I'd be willing to at least talk about what my first impression is of each episode. And then if I end up not liking it, maybe not do the whole series or find a way to wrap it up. But I want to at least acknowledge the first episode of each thing. Cause uh, uh, again, going back to what Tim said, they know I'm going to watch it. So no, <laughs> they just don't know if we're going to like it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't, I can't promise um, we'll cover every episode of everything, but with all the things that they're doing, well, particularly Mandalorian and, and Book of Boba Fett, I think those would be the givens that I'd want to talk about every episode. All the others are wild cards. It, who knows? Could be everything. Could be. I don't think it's going to be nothing. Talk about that droids cartoon coming out. <laughs> well, yeah, it's definitely not going to be everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, See, I, I mean, didn't, I didn't know if that was if that was cartoon. I, 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 they didn't really give a whole lot of information. I didn't realize. Yeah, I think I think Chris is right. Yeah, I think yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. So there's, I guess my point is there's going to be more Star Wars Disney Plus TV. I guess we just call it Star Wars TV. I think that's just what TV is now. It's streaming basically for the the modern world. So there's going to be more Star Wars TV talk on Patreon as as time goes on, and I'm looking forward to it. I mean, if it's yeah. especially the stuff these guys are involved in, and 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 they've actually brought in a pool of talent that is probably going to be spread across these shows. That yeah, it's 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 I didn't think I'd ever feel like this again about this franchise after the, <laughs> without saying again, what my particular viewpoints are on the sequels. It's not even the movies themselves. That has a lot to do with it, of course, but it's also the, the way the fandom was for a while there. And that seems to have, I don't know if it's gone away. I've seen to have gotten away from it. And that's been nice. If that's what yeah. it is. Like, I, I kind of think too, like, you know how the, the rogue squadrons, a movie, um, they're gonna be making and that Taiki guy, what's that guy's name? Taika Watiti. I can only, I, I, I'm only laughing at you because it took me about, <laughs> it took me two entire seasons of what we say in the shadows to get his name right. So, and I still might be <laughs> saying it right or wrong. I mean, well, there's they're they're making movies and you know and stuff like, don't you think though, like after all this this TV that that, that, that that's coming out that we need and when once theaters open again. We need another big Star Wars movie in theaters to get excited for to to go there. You know what I mean? Like rather than watching that, it at home, I want to watch it in the big screen. Yeah, that that uh, I think that Rogue was it the Rogue Squadron or Red, yeah. Red Squadron or whatever it is. I think that's going to be the first one that hits the screens, and I think we're gonna I think we're gonna be blown away by it. Uh, just just it's gonna be dogfight after dogfight. I think we're gonna see. I also this is I this is a suspicion. I'm already I'm already putting casting suspicions, but just because I heard his name out there, I have a feeling Chris Pine is going to show up in the Star Wars. In that Star Wars <laughs> I movie. did see that. I did see he that. He was he was talking. He said he says he already knows the story and the plot for it. So he's 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 at least read a treatment of this, which means if that if that was official Lucasfilm product, they don't they don't send those out to just anybody. Right. So I have a feeling he may Chris Pine may be involved. In a major way, in, he'll be in Star uh, in, Trek in, world and Star Wars world. Yeah, well, he he wouldn't be the first person to cross over, but he'd probably be the yeah. most prolific, or the most prominent. I saw a rumor, I think, just yesterday. It might it might have been around before this, but I just saw it yesterday. Usually, I don't even talk about these rumors because I don't want to sound like movie web. But I saw this and went, "Oh, oh, please, please be real." It was uh, that Robert Downey Jr. might be playing Thrawn when he does show up wherever he shows up. I saw up. that too. That would be something else. Yeah. I I uh I speculate that it could be John Hamm. Yeah, that would be good too. He oh yeah. I also speculate chiseled features. 
he would be great. If they wanted to go with someone a little younger, I also speculated Lee Pace. Uh, no, no, is it Lee Pace? Oh, uh, the uh, Ronan. Lee, Lee Pace. Uh, was he in Ronan? Um, no, the guy that played, played Ro- yeah, Ronan. Yeah, Ron, Ronan, Ronan the Accuser. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Ronan be, the Accuser. That wouldn't be bad. He's a little. He, uh, he's a little lanky, but they could probably work around that. Yeah, he also was really great in Lincoln. He oh. played. Uh, he played one. <laughs> I forgot he's in that. Tim uh, always uh, brings pompous. up Lincoln. He, he, he played. He played the pompous uh, New York senator, the pro-slavery New York senator. That uh, I can't remember the historical figure's name, but I, I know he was great in Lincoln. I know him from Pushing Daisies originally because Christy yeah. loved that show, and it's just it was so. I, everything I've seen of him since it was so not like that character. It's been weird because I've, I've been watching Halt and Catch Fire because it's semi-historic. It's a lot of lot of uh, fiction narrative, but they're basing it on the concept of the birth of the personal computer and he's such a sleaze scum <laughs> and then ronan the accuser and then that the lincoln it's it's like it's almost like i always think of him as the pushing daisy guy but that's like the anomaly in his career yeah he's uh yeah I'm, I, I, he would be great in that um and you know uh, uh oh shoot what is his name chris oh my god okay uh Civil War, Captain America, Civil War, um, the, uh, the, the Siege. No, not Sebastian. Uh, Frank, uh, Frank, Z- uh, Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo. Oh, oh, okay. in, in, if he shows up in that Marshals of the Republic or whatever that is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, just, just, just put all the Sam Rockwell to throw him in there. And <laughs> Billy Zane as, as you know, somebody. I was following some kind of uh, a, a weird Star Wars page and someone posted a, a shirt. They found a target. It was a shirt, which I gotta get this. It's a shirt. It was Oliphant's Mandalorian character. Oh God! Is <laughs> it found a Target? Ooh, yeah. And and I even commented. I was like, is, "Is that Oliphant?" And the guy commented back, "Yes, it's what's his name? Moff. What's his name? Uh, oh, Zach Braff. I don't know what's his name. I know uh, uh, Cobb Cobb Vanth. I think something like that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Chris, you were close. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Zach Braff, whatever it was. Big man. I was like, well, yeah, zoom, it's, zoom, um, you know." So, uh, yeah, target him. So it's a man. I haven't, I haven't bought a Star Wars T-shirt in a very, very long time. I'm due for a Star Wars That's T-shirt. So ridiculous. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't own very many. I, I uh, the most, the most Star Wars shirts I wear. I, I occasionally will pop on one of our Swick shirts when I go out. Uh, but I don't, I don't have a whole lot of Star Wars shirts. I know Chris only buys Star Wars shirts because one time when me and Smitty. We're still making short films. We had to enter a film in a contest, and we needed Chris to appear in it, and it had to be free of all copyright material, and Chris had no copyright-free T-shirts because they're all Star Wars. He had to borrow one from his wife to be on in the movie. Yeah. Oh, that's all I have. I have movie shirts and Star Wars shirts. That, that's it. That's that's all I got. That's it. That's all he That's it. Funny. All right. I think that does it for season two of Mandalorian. Very well done. It's it was it was good seeing you, you hearing these comments come yep. in. It was fun. It was it was fun. We never did do the watch alongs that we wanted to look into. Um, and I, I can't promise we oh, will. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, it's like it's like I think I think because this is what always happens with me. Disney Plus announced that watch along thing like a little earlier than I was ready to look into it, and it's like my 
my attention span is so short the older I get for some reason, which is weird. I think it's supposed to opposite is supposed to happen, but it doesn't. It yeah. gets shorter the older older I get. So by the time Mando came around, I totally forgot it was a thing until like the seventh episode. I'm like, well, fuck it. It's well, next season. We should we should look into it and do a one for the finale. Like watch oh, the end a, of season. Yeah. Two. I mean, I'm sure that's that's wouldn't be a hard sell to have people jump on. Yeah, okay. Okay, now that we remember, and I'll remember again tomorrow when I edit this, and then I'll forget again in three days. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you don't know how it works at all, do you? Like, do we do we hear what what they're saying? Like the other people? I'm pretty like, sure because I've seen a lot of people record, screen record it on, and put it on YouTube for that last one. So it, uh, it, there must be. I just try it out with uh, someone this weekend, just just so I know how the hell it works, and then see what we can. Yeah, do. yeah, but. That'd be cool to, to see and hear our listeners cry <laughs> as as I cry seeing the, the X-Wing pull in. They cry every time they see the latest episode and see how few characters we have left to do and what we're picking these days. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're picking <laughs> penises. I will penis tell you, I will tell you, I picked twelve characters for this year. That I mean, I'm, if if someone else. I didn't do the research. I didn't do the research. I picked the name and I looked on Wikipedia to see if there's enough. And I was like, okay. And they're pretty solid choices. So it's, there's still at least from me a year's worth of, of content or so again, again, if someone picks it, I know it's a year's worth. So we at least got one per month left in us. That is still pretty good. And then all the other weeks will be shit. I should, <laughs> I should really do that. But put down the names. Uh, of people that I'd, that I'd like to do shows on. That way, I, I have a list that I can just refer to that. Yeah, that, That's pretty yeah. good, though, Matt, that you had, like, that you made a list up, you yeah. know? That's, yeah. that's thinking ahead, planning ahead. There's, sometimes I have absolutely nothing to do. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Matt. That was that sure. was fun. Thank everyone out there. Thank you, guys. Support. It's been fun talking about this the entire run of the season. I'm glad we were able to wrap up like we said we would. Are ready, Tim? Uh, oh, go I, want, I want this to be the loudest. Oh, okay, all right. Okay. Uh-huh. Damn, I think you delivered. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.